Welcome to Deadly Departed. The do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication. This show discusses all aspects of afterlife communication, grief and grieving, the paranormal, and of course, parapsychology. There's real stories, scientific discussion, and most of all, real learning from paranormal experts and researchers. Here's your host, author of Deadly Departed, renowned evidential medium and spirit interventionist, Jock Brokus. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jock here. Before I jump right in, let me ask you something. Is Ouija Ouija boards, are they dangerous? What do you think? Or are they just some tool that you can use to connect with the spirit world? Or is it just a game? Let me know what you think. Is it dangerous? That's what we're going to be talking about in this. And this is going to be a series, actually. This is not just the one video. This is actually going to be a series based on the Ouija boards and, and the, the stigma around it and, you know, cases, etc. So, when we come right back, we're going to jump into the first talk about it, the first video, which is really just all about the Ouija boards and this. Answering, you know, asking those questions, whether it's dangerous, whether it's not. So when we come right back, we're going to jump into the Ouija board. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So we are talking about the Ouija board. Hi, my name is Joe Brokus. I am an evidential spirit medium. I am the author of Deadly Departed. And if you have bought Deadly Departed, then thank you. If you haven't bought Deadly Departed, then there'll be a link below to to buy it, to get it, and it is it is a book that's about the afterlife, it's about developing mediumship safely, it's about uh, understanding the light and dark aspects of the spirit world. So if you haven't got it, please go and get it. Also, if you would like to subscribe, then please subscribe to the channel. If you're listening, if you're listening to this on the podcast, then please also subscribe to the podcast. Anyway. Let me, I've, enough of the begging for followers and everything else, let me just jump straight into this. We're going to talk about the Ouija board, we're going to talk about how dangerous it is or the reality of it. Now, there's a lot of stigma that is attached to the Ouija board. Is it dangerous? Yes and no. And there's a big division there. Because really the Ouija board is just a tool, like tarot cards, like anything, is, is actually just a tool. There's a mass consciousness against it. There's a mass consciousness that's for it. Um, the reality is, it's really just a card. You know, it's a piece of paper with some letters, numbers, a yes, no, and whatever, and a goodbye, and everything else. However, let me just really bring this down to brass tacks. The Ouija board is incredibly dangerous, but it's not really the board. That is, that is the danger. It's actually the intention behind the board. And you as the person who may be using it, and also not only you, but the other people that may be using it, and the, the your spiritual development, your vibration. In the hands of a medium, the Ouija board can be a good tool to develop or get information, you know, move, you know going into the spirit realms. But I wouldn't, even as a medium myself, I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't use it. Simply because, uh, 
your intent there is to connect on the other side, which if you're a medium, you can do that anyway. But using a tool like this, you're actually given the tool power and you're given the tool an invitation. This is where your discernment actually gets mixed up here a little bit. And if you don't have a really strong power of discernment, you can be tricked by spirits on the other side. You can be tricked by good and bad spirits. And, and as I said before we jumped actually into this, this, this first video, this is going to be a series. So I'm going to be breaking down uh, all aspects of the Ouija board from a mediumship and a, a spirit perspective. And each video will tackle a different subject. But this video is just to introduce you to the, the, the facts about it. The reality is, is that it is a very dangerous tool, but in itself it's just a tool. It's just a board, you know, it's a board that, that really has no power as a board. It's the people that hold the power. It's the questioner that holds the power. And also when you give that power away by utilizing the board, you know, when you're, you're utilizing it, you're focusing everything, every aspect on the board communicating. There's an issue, there is a break in that level, that, di that divine connection. And therefore, discernment is very difficult because you could attract something that is uh, that claims to be benign but is actually malevolent. Many cases of exorcism, many uh, exorcism, many cases, sorry, of possession or obsession have in fact started with the Ouija board. And we, you know, if we go back to you know uh, uh, the exorcist, the case way back in the seventies that had the whole big. Uh, thing about you know exorcisms and and uh, demonic possession and and it was about uh the young the young boy Roland that was uh, you know taken over in that story in the history of that story it was there was actually a Ouija board used the connection was used the mother and and relatives that utilized the connection to the board and in other cases there has been a connection to the board. But let's talk about the board in itself. It, it was basically a toy. It was a, it was a toy company, you know, that was actually developed and sold this toy company, you know, that sold the actual board. And so in, in, in effect, really, it, it was a way of making money. If we go back to the spiritualism and history of spiritualism, and even, you know, back to, for instance, Kardec. Kardec had a spinning wheel, Alec Kardec. He had a spinning wheel, and that spinning wheel in, in, in control of a, a trance medium, it would spin and it would stop at certain information, and that's how they would actually get information from the spiritual other side. But even he admitted that utilizing that as a tool, he was very distant from the discernment of it, and they had malevolent, or they had, you know, mischievous spirits that would come in as well. We've seen this in seances, we've seen it back in the past with some of our great pioneers. So at the end of the day, we've had iterations of the board long before um, the, the toy company, and I've got, I've got to remember the name of the toy company, and it was on the top of my head there. Anyway, I'll get it and I'll put it, uh, I'll put it in the, um, uh, the board. So... The actual toy company that sold the board in New uh, in in America, 
it was just a way to make money because they were jumping on this fad. They were jumping on this this idea of, of being able to connect with spirits. And then you can also say that the Fox sisters with the rapping to get information and, you know, even table tipping or rapping out to get, you know, parts of the alphabet to be able to communicate was a sort of a Ouija board. So really you're just taking the idea of communication and utilising the way to spell something out and putting it into what's effectively was a toy, okay? So the reality is, is that that is really just innocuous piece of, of board with designs on it. But the, the thing is, is that when your intent is to connect to the outside, you actually give the board, the, you're giving the board the power, almost like you, you can create, it, it could have... Uh, you could create a portal from it, really, if you don't know what you're doing. As I said, in the hands of really good mediums who have really strong discernment, they can maybe utilize this as a, a tool to focus and actually communicate with the other side. I don't like it and I wouldn't, I wouldn't support it, but certainly your intent is there if you're not a professional medium and you just think this is an ideal thing to go and buy and let's have a bit of fun times. I mean, some of the cases that I've been involved have actually, some of the bad cases have come from misuse of the Ouija board. And that's the word I want to say, it's misuse. It's not understanding the mechanics of the spirit world, not understanding you. That's a big thing. You don't understand you, so you don't know really where your vibration is at. When you put an invitation out there, and remember, if anybody who's read Deadly Departed, an invite is all it needs for a malevolent intelligence to start manipulating you or trying to make connection with you. When you put out an invite, you are opening that invite. If you don't have a power of discernment, you have no control on who's coming through. And that's the other thing about the board. You have no control of who's coming through. And there is certain things you need to understand, like making sure you close down the board because you have to close it, or you could leave you could leave yourself and whatever that tool or your intention is open. So there's certain things that you need to understand about it, you know, and how to get rid of a board. Well, that, that's a whole big argument in itself. You don't necessarily go and just, you know, I mean, people say burn it. Yes, you could burn it. And why would you say burn it? Because burn it's like, you know, it's burning like purification. But also there's an argument that says it makes it worse. You know, at the end of the day, the way I think about it is, you know, it's just a board. I mean, you can burn it, rip it up, do whatever you want, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have opened that portal, if you have opened that doorway, whether you burn it, bury it, put it with holy water, do anything like that, it doesn't matter. It's going to follow you because you are the key. You're the key. You're the one that had the intent or your people that were sitting with you. You're the person that put it out there. And if you're not a professionally trained medium and you don't understand the mechanics of the afterlife and you just open yourself out there, that can be the problem. So the board in itself is not the danger. It's you are the danger. And this is what we're going to be talking about in a lot of these videos. We're going to be talking about the history of, of the Ouija board and even from the past. You know, we've had, there's, there's been oracles in ancient China that were similar to the Ouija boards. You know, these are just oracles essentially, okay? So you're the person that holds the power. And if you give your power away and then you openly have an invite, that is when the problems really can actually start 
And if you don't know what you're doing, it really can be really it can be really really dangerous. So I want to try and bring knowledge to people to understand the mechanics of it, to understand why they shouldn't be using it, and and how it can be used by someone incredibly professional. And I, and I might bring somebody like that in to to talk about that. There's mediums that have used it safely. There's people that have used it safely. But there's always that chance. It doesn't matter whether you say, "Jock, I've I've." I've used the Ouija board for many years and never had a problem. Great. That's a great statistic. But there's many people who do use them and do get into problems and it really turns their life upside down. So we want to kind of educate people in that, in the history of that, okay? And then we'll talk about the whole stigma with it and the myths with it and, you know, we're going to kind of lay it out so that you have a good understanding of it. So that'll be in, in the next videos. But that's just a quick introduction really to how the Ouija board in itself is not the danger, it's you, because it's your intention and it's your vibration. Now you could use it and have, and you could say to me, yeah, but Jock, we use it, there's two or three of us use it, and we come with the best of intentions. But you don't know what those other people's vibrations are at. You don't know what's, what's in their mind when you're doing this. It only takes that little bit of a signature out there that can make that open-ended invitation. It is not a tool that you should really mess with. It is because you're actually messing with yourself and, and other people. So there's, there's a lot that you have to understand with this. So, you know, in the next video, we're going to talk more about the Ouija board and its history and everything else. That's my light just going out. That wasn't anything scary, by the way. So this is just a quick introduction to what we're going to be talking about in this series. If you've got any questions or you've had experiences with the Ouija board, bad experiences in particular, I want to hear about it. Okay? I want to hear also, you know, if you've used it and you've used it safely, but something has happened later on, I want to know about it. So let me know in the comments below. Let me know privately if you want to message me. This is an introduction to what we're going to be talking about, what we're going to be covering over the next uh, few weeks as well is also the Ouija board. And also remember guys, if you have bought Deadly Departed, then you can join the readers group. And in the readers group, we do set up private events where we'll get to chat and talk about other aspects of things. You've been listening to Deadly Departed with renowned evidential medium and author Jock Brokas. Jock Brokas. If you like what you've heard, make sure to pick up a copy of the Deadly Departed book. Don't forget to share the episodes and send in your questions to us about anything paranormal and the afterlife. Tune in next time to Deadly Departed, the do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication.